4: Welcome to FraudWire, everybody. I'm Cena Gazzini, Justin Williams, Ariel Lietti, and the godfather of the LPN, Henry Zebrowski.
5: Woo. This is the business we've chosen. This is okay. the business. This uh, is the kind of show we're going to have. This is I, need a, kinda, I need some kind of, I need, what does he say? He's like, I need some guarantees. <laughs> he, he will not take advantage. Whatever. I'm fine. Fa- yes. Are, are you, what are you doing? Godfather or Trump? Yeah, that was a, it's, it's Godfather. It's it was never open Trump. to interpretation. I just know oh, okay. that it's 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 me. It's never Trump. Because you, did the, hands. you
2: did the little hands that I was I assumed. <laughs> oh, OK, this is a Gavagool hands. And this is he a, okay. stole those hands. He did. He did. That's, he stole right. that
5: is stolen. Stolen American valor. <laughs> valor that he does. All right. He pretends to be Italian American.
4: He's not. He's shitty ass Bavarian German. You know, one thing I'll give him, though, and we might as well just jump into some of these stories here, is that he was right about TikTok. He said... We should ban TikTok. Look what's happening right now. Well, because
2: he's racist. This doesn't mean that he's right. That's different. Do you know? It's a a a xenophobic thing, yeah.
4: Ariel, a racist (laughs) clock is right twice a day. Okay. Um.
5: (laughs) (laughs) He, uh, uh, I mean, who knows? I still don't, uh, I'm not, I'm not holding my breath. Basically, a lot of this is them waiting to see whether or not the United States is either going to like Do some sort of real data privacy uh, laws like the idea the thing is, we're being governed by a bunch of um, close to oxygenarians that um, still sort of believe that the Internet's a fad in many ways. I think in many ways they still kind of believe that you do with your zip zaps and your Zeldas. Meanwhile, like it's like a whole like third life. For most human beings, it's like Mm -hmm. a whole – like it's a whole environment. And so we have no real protection in that. And so instead of setting up any of that, what they've decided to do is go for TikTok, which I still don't even really understand how it's any worse than Meta meta or the other ones.
2: I had thought – or not thought, just the rumblings on the internet is that they're trying to get rid of TikTok because um, Instagram is – basically TikTok now. So Instagram is meta and meta owns everything around me. Cream, get the money. Ooh. So they're just trying to get rid of the competition.
4: Sure. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I don't know. I, th- I You know, the uh, octogenarian comment, you know, is, is rings true. That CEO of TikTok was in front of Congress and the questions that they were asking him were absurd. The one question that I loved the most was um, uh, they asked him, they're like, does TikTok... Have to connect to my home Wi Fi. And, and, and the guy, and the CEO is like, uh, uh, Sir, I don't think I had, like, thinking that it's a more complex question. Why does my son
5: not call me anymore? Is it TikTok? Is it, is it the dancers from the waist up? Why won't he look me in the eyes? The destruction of talent? That's the worst thing that TikTok's guilty of. Is the destruction yep. of what actual talent means. Yep. But that's something else entirely. That's me. That's my this is old man. It's a different stream. But then that's like That's my that's, old man on now now the Now the AI shit up.
2: is gonna make it worse. All the AI oh, voiceovers oh, yes. and things like we're we're fucked. It's not looking good. I do. I,
5: I I will say this is my like not to be too like
4: Go for it. Pull do your it. hands.
5: Let's do up, it. Let's right? do it. Right. My literal thing is that if AI can fucking replace you, you're not good enough. So you need to get your Uh. shit together. (laughs) I think that's what it means. But I do think that it's a tool. Like, I think the whole point of that is that we're supposed to use it as a as a way that we're supposed to curate that shit but still we're in the baby steps of all of that i still feel like we're just no, playing no i'm games saying the ai
2: is, is is taking people's voices their likenesses their oh, yeah. you know their whole sound the vid- like people are getting fooled by facebook now when ai really gets in full swing and it's got Wait, pretend
4: how much different is ai from autotune t pain did it so oh, well No,
2: no 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 no
4: have you not heard like you're talking, like You're talking about yeah, like
5: deep fake. You're talking about full of all the
2: deep fake stuff, stuff. Yeah, of course. It's like a, I saw one today of uh, someone doing a Kanye West song with no Kanye West. So they like spoke oh, yeah. in his cadence and then they yeah. had a filter over it that was Kanye West and it sounded like him. Like they could just I, I think there you. needs
4: to be some sort of governing body yeah. that, like, <laughs> clear, that like gives people information and like there's got to be a little bit of like a check mark or something. On things. There's no other way we're going to know what's no, this happening. this
2: is the Wild Wild West now, Cena. This is it.
4: I know. We're in it. Wild Wild West. Justin, what do you think?
6: Uh, I like that, that I'm being replaced at comedy clubs by people who just have one million followers because they're reacting to bad cooking videos. <laughs>
5: yeah. That's the real AI. Yo,
4: I That's
5: I the real that. shit that we need to be concerned about. I well, I remember when concerned. getting
4: up at Caroline's <laughs> was a huge deal. you did a show at yeah. Caroline's, it was like, wow, this is amazing. And then it started getting filled with Instagram influencers and all that stuff. And I was like, man, there goes the neighborhood. And then Caroline's closed down. I was like, ha, ha, ha. now there's no more yes. neighborhood. Now there's no more
6: neighborhood. Now it's just- the Times Square Cowboy was probably the best comedian to ever grace the stage. Yeah, but no, but I, but I, but. I, <laughs> No, yeah, but the uh, the deepfake thing is pretty cool though because I've actually been putting myself in adult films. That's good. Yeah, uh, so nice good. to see
5: what I'd look like if I was hot and fucking.
4: Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It would be. It's kind
5: of a nice. It's kind of an inspiration. <laughs> We've
4: got children. Um, we need more revenue streams to pay for college. So it whatever it takes, you whatever know, it takes.
5: <laughs> it's weird because I'm kind of torn, Ariel. Because I'm like, I feel on one hand, I see like one like strain of thought that are people really afraid that deepfake shit is going to truly decimate objective knowledge, which, I mean, has already happened. The internet, it's already there. Like, the idea of the the over... We're now in the area of over-revisionism by children that are discovering things for the first time and being like, whoa, you know, acting like it's the first time they've seen these things, creating a whole new side world attached to it. But that's just kind of how the internet flows, how groupthink works just on, like just having the humans be the ghosts in the machine. Where, but I still feel like the deep fake thing could hit a saturation point. As soon as it starts fucking with big people's money, that shit's gonna get regulated. Like yeah. as soon as the, it's wait till like whatever Musk is going to do pulling off the verified tweets. On, on, I think it's he's gonna He's going to pull back. I think he's going to say it was a funny prank that he was doing an April Fool's joke because he loves fucking with everybody and he likes having everybody talk about him. But I, I wonder what like I think stuff like that. Really costing some big people some money and some butts is what's going to cause them to get involved in, in regulating deep fakes and trying to figure out how to do it. But until then, hopefully the only real thing it's going to do, I hope, is just cost them a bunch of money.
2: I don't know. I don't know. It's I, don't also, know. I also I mean, don't know. It's also, as you were talking about artistry, like there's deep, fa- like uh, AI artistry now. Like where oh, yeah. does yeah. it end? Like so where, there is no need. We're obsolete now. There's no need for artists anymore. But
4: like how where do we draw the line? Because what if some? what if an artist just wants to use it as a tool as part of what they're doing? How do we how do we incorporate right. that? The art that the,
5: the, the art that the AI bots come from is aggregated from human based art. So it's all then. Yeah, it's so it's all, just,
2: just stealing.
5: Yes. That is true. That is absolutely true. It is the just the memification just of actual art. Wow. Yeah, but wow. I think wow. There's, you're so, going to see people that fuck with it, right, in an artistic way. I think that's where it's, it's most in- interesting is people that use it as tools. But, yeah, I think that the there'll, there will be an attempt. You know, I'm already hearing people talk about their jobs getting shifted to chat GPT. There are things that they're being told to use chat GPT for to generate. And I just think that they don't understand that they're playing themselves into the unemployment line. By doing that, and it's just like, I feel like that's where humans do have to sort of get involved and be like, I think we can still write our own emails. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that we have to, as humans, be more like the French and be do that thing where everyone goes, nope. Won't do that. I know that I will do like there's other things I won't do, but I'm not gonna do that. But that we have to we have to make it. And mean, if way. you
4: throw your hands up and just be like, ah no, nah, I'm not gonna do it. It's all gonna fuck everything up. You're gonna get you're gonna get worked. You're gonna get toast. I mean, this is like another technological in- innovation that's happening. It's creative destruction. A lot of jobs will, will get moved, but you know what? Justin and I's sons will probably be polishing robots uh, when they are, like, getting, you know, as their summer job. It's a new job. These new jobs will be po- popping up everywhere, you know? And I, I don't know. It's Whether we like it or not, that's the fucking problem.
6: No, but there's certain things, like, so, you know, like, the Internet has bad information. What's funny is watching when AI tries to write something based on, uh, like, bad information— uh, so people have tried to re- uh, release travel articles about Newark, New Jersey uh, with AI. Uh, but
1: like, but it's, are they, really but it's, good? Uh, are they like really everything good? on the internet is just
6: like suburbanites saying things that like haven't been true in like 30 years. Or, so it's just like, come to Newark, New Jersey, a city that has Jersey Garden shopping mall. And, and it's like, the, the mall's like 15 miles away. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's, it's so great. It's like there are many smiling people in Newark, New Jersey to see.
4: <laughs> I mean, I know yeah, it's like th- this is my Milwaukee. This yeah. is a classic good throwback. I mean, th- you know, we're talking about TikTok. There's the deep fake. There's all the crazy shit that that's happening there. But there are humans that are still scamming us as well. Uh, Jack Dorsey of Block uh, is formerly Square on the payments thing. It's a $44 billion company. They were supposedly helping uh, develop frictionless and, quote, magical, which is always we know that on fraudsters as a red flag when a business owner says something is magical. Uh, a financial mm-hmm. technology with a mission to empower the unbanked and the underbanked, which is a, a group of people that cannot get into actual larger financial institutions. These are the people that are using it's, payday I, lenders.
5: I feel like I'm underbanked. What They're does that mean? Yeah. Bro, does you does are Mean, overbanked they, let me tell I am, you am something overbanked? Overbanked.
4: overbanked
5: what's underbanked <laughs> the, literally
4: what does that mean they don't have access to capital they don't have access to financing they don't have access to okay. credit and that kind of stuff they don't have access to the credit market so hindenburg it's research the
6: now for what you just fell for cena
4: Did that guy talk about
6: underbanked people that scam you felt that was celsius that's the exact logic of celsius is like, oh yeah yeah
4: I think we all know that I didn't fall because I'm underbanked. I think we all fell because I am a slightly degenerate gambler.
5: That's a problem. Yes, you're a gambler. You're 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 gambling with your son's future.
4: You know, that's a problem. Uh, And by the way, get get on the fraudsters discord if you'd like to pile on to the roasting that's been happening to me on there. Uh, (laughs) Super fun. Super fun. Get on there. Uh, But when it comes to Square and Block, what it's called now, right, Uh, Hindenburg Research is this like short-selling research group. They did a two-year investigation, and they said that Block has systematically taken advantage of the demographics it's claimed to help. The magic behind Block's business has not been disruptive innovation, but rather the company's willingness to facilitate fraud against consumers and the government avoid regulation, dress up predatory loans and fees as revolutionary technology, and mislead investors. Here's the great part. Even when users were caught engaging in fraud or or other prohibited activity, Block just blacklisted that account and not the user. So a fir- former customer service representative shared screenshots showing how blacklisted accounts were regularly associated with dozens or hundreds of active accounts suspected of fraud. This phenomenon of allowing blacklisted users was so common that rappers bragged about it in hip-hop songs. I think we have – now, Hindenburg Research – Yeah, we have a little um, a compilation <laughs> that Hindenburg Research did, which is, by the way, yeah. my favorite edit that a investment research company has possibly ever done – in all time. Jordan, I if you just had...
5: love that it's called the Hindenburg, it's about know. blowing <laughs> everything up. Uh, we love it's, live in talk. it's in the name of the company.
4: <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna blow you up. All right, let's play. This is a video, all these rappers the where to talk about Research the cash app. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the 9-11 no. construction
3: company. Like any of keep buildings up. <laughs>
6: We're making an impact
3: it. You're uh, <laughs> <laughs> up just cash app. She don't wanna fuck without cash app. Cash app. Send them money over to a Zapp. Cash, cash app. Cash app. She won't make a move without cash app. Cash app. Wow. Oh
4: my god. There's and praise the cash app. Well, wait. wait, can we play Can we play more? I don't know. Do we have more? Let's play a little bit more of it. It's very good.
2: Wait, so Block and Cash App are the same thing?
4: Uh yes. Yes. Block owns yeah. Cash App. Well, well, well. Well,
5: these are these things where they are all supposed to be sort of these like utilitarian tools for people to use on the general on the whole. And it's just kind of it just shows where in my mind, I'm one of those. We should be having McDonald's on the moon right now. But it's the uh, way we spend our money and what we do with it. It's so wild to think that this is where all of the most brilliant, quote unquote, brilliant people in the world have got to go, gone to go do. It's create these shacks of sh- shacks of iniquity. All these like app places where the people just go. Like it's just so weird the idea that you you would design these things to fail. Like you would purposely
4: <laughs> do it to fail. I mean, these guys. Well, I, mean, he, I was going to say it. obviously I'm they're making the money. That's the idea. They're stealing everybody's money.
2: I'm looking at the racial implications of this because Cash App has been marketed to the Black and Brown community. How many white people uh, you know have Cash App?
4: This is what I'm saying. This this was their whole credo was they and wanted to to go towards. Uh, but they, uh, black those and people brown have
2: Venmo groups. and uh, Zelle. But Cash App, Cash App is the sprite of the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the cash sharing community. This, blaming hot keto. Cheeto. Yeah, it is. It is. I don't care. I said it. No one else was going to. <laughs> it is. Yeah. What? How did that ha- I mean,
4: I don't know why how it happened. That? How did that I don't How know. did that happen?
2: I don't know. I don't know why and how it got marketed towards Black and Brown community, but I'm going to figure it out. Let's play a little yeah, bit more there,
4: of the video because it's group. so good. Can we play a little bit more of the video? Jordan, go ahead. Oh, yes, Let's let's hear a little bit more.
6: Cash app, cause I sent a thousand transactions. I just bought another phone and made a cash
1: at ATM limit one I got a cash back. Pants down Junkie with the drills. I some perkins through my cash app. Uh, yeah. Wow, well, they Ooh, just bad.
4: they just really dictated exactly what oh, the man. fraud was. I should have so. said to you guys.
2: I saw something yesterday on TikTok. Ugh. Um, of a girl explaining how to do fraud. <laughs> She's just sitting there being like, this is how you do it. Have multiple uh, accounts, have an LLC open, and then just keep sending the money back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, oh,
5: no, <laughs> don't tell people to commit fraud. Yeah, it's great. I love it here. I just don't think you understand someone's going to come get them. Eventually, yeah. if you're because well, they thing the Also, you, one when you write a government- how-to video. Oh yeah. yeah. The one thing the government makes sure to punish people for is financial crimes.
4: Yeah, so but they, they make sure. <laughs> but they're not taking the government's money, so they don't no. really care. Especially like the uh, you know the unbanked, they're really not going to give a shit.
6: But if this is if this is all black people doing it, just know that you're all going to go to jail. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't yeah, care. No,
2: hundred <laughs> percent. Oh yeah, you're,
6: you're all
4: gonna you're all gonna get
6: life in prison. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Life in prison. But <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. I love that You will be black people an example are now doing white collar crying.
6: Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> moving <laughs> on. <up>. I love <laughs> and ra-
6: it. And ra- and ra- but still rapping about it. So but still rapping forward. about one it. One step back. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
1: When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice.
0: Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place
3: on a cul-de-sac?
4: <laughs> we, we've got someone in the chat, Henry, with a question. He, he says, uh, "Is this is Kalaki? Uh, can I get some regulated financial advice from Henry Zabrowski? So official, sanctioned fraudsters uh, of financial advice from Henry Zabrowski, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I, financial I advice I know from Henry Zabrowski. Take any advice
5: Cena has about crypto with a grain of salt. <laughs> I know <laughs> that you should take." Um, Money markets. I think money markets are important. Put your money in one (laughs) of those, like, in an app. In one of those, like... Old fashioned, frail, what it was. It's like olive tree. It's like one. It's put your money, dig it out of a savings account. If you just are one of those people, put it in a savings account. Because I'm not an investment guy, really. Like I have some stuff, but not really. But you put money in like a money market or something, because that helps it actually grow a, sti- a slight percentage. If you're gonna be one of those people, or I, my real thing is, your body should be strapped with every piece of cash that you have. Yeah, technically, the money yeah. should be put into solid goods like tractors and and uh you need uh you know farm equipment and jewelry and land i think that's the big thing
4: can i pitch horses i think horses no. huge investment over the you next can't year think about Why? horses what? they get shot you in the head by pitch the cops
2: horses <laughs> what it's so hard
4: to maintain a
2: horse how do you have yeah, horse you? land cena oh, this e- is how, e- this is
6: exactly how mc hammer went broke <laughs> <about MC Cameron. laughs> <laughs>
5: But I'd say yeah, I get into construction equipment that you can lease out, buy a couple of trucks. There you go. That you can bring out to people. I think that's big again because if if the if the solar flare comes, and all these systems goes down, right? It's whoever's got the hum, whoever's got the Hummers. So you're looking at mostly ninety pound women in Los Angeles. So you got these like G wagons. <laughs> Anybody's got one of these is going to be fine, right? You just got to pour. You got to, and then you have a couple, you know, warehouses diesel.
4: You're so That's wrong, really Henry. You're so wrong. You're going to run out of fuel. You know what's not going to run out of fuel? My horses. Your
5: horse,
2: yeah. My <laughs> fucking horses. <laughs> but horses die. No, they
4: don't. And They're, then it's food. food. Yeah. <laughs> it, trans,
2: it transmutes it's into another good. Yeah, I guess.
5: So bad. And clothes. <laughs> you can cut off the so skin. So bad. And now you have clothes. <laughs> yep. Horse skin clothes. We love those. It's a multifaceted investment yeah. and you grow to love it, mm. which is mm-hmm. actually kind of nice. Okay.
4: God. Henry, we have a few minutes left with you. We like to like figure out, usually on this show, when was the last time you've been scammed? I talk about it on the show when I've been scammed. It, it, it happens usually every season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wondering yeah. if you remember the last time you were scammed.
5: Thankfully, I'm one of those. I'm like Smaug when it comes to my money where I yeah. don't like anybody touching it. Like I like to see all, I like to look at it. I don't want anybody in between me and it because I don't I saw the temptations behind the music. Like yeah. I know what happens, <laughs> right? I know what happens. I saw I saw the Dane Cook story of when you just let some your your, one your brother your brother-in-law <laughs> run brother. all your shit, yeah. right? It's just whatever, right? I know, but I'm trying to think when the last time I was fully scammed because, I mean, like, you just mean, like, because I, I, I've never really invested. I mean, like, we did a thing together. I have no clue if that's going to turn out to be a scam. Um, I went to theater school. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, that was a, I went to a state school in Florida theater school. Wow, which well, was a right. massive scam because yeah. I have people, a I had people man in Tallahassee, now Florida. But You're yeah, successful- but I had people there being like, hey, you know, this is how they do it in New York, which it wasn't true.
4: <laughs> is it is it a thing now where people are coming to you with business ideas? Surely one of them has had to have thrown up some red flags uh for yourself and you'd be like, oh, I don't know about
5: that. Well, this. some of them I'm afraid to even say because wow. of the, <laughs> the because NDA. honestly and some of them are like like big experimental ideas that someone will show up with that you're like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But in the meeting, you have to go, and you have to like, listen, you have to entertain this person's idea, and then you hear about it. And it's always has to do with an idea that what they say is going to shatter the way people use the internet. Right. It's always of like course. something like that where you're like, I, the reason why this ain't there yet, to be frank, is because this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. And so mostly it's trying to get involved with like high level because now the big thing truly is VR. Well, we we tell it's it's but it's VR spaces. There's yeah. a lot of people that went and looked into and got a lot of money during quarantine and are now like so sad that people can leave their homes again right because mm-hmm. they have millions of dollars like invested in these these kind of essentially schemes to try they to are. get you, to try to kind of figure out how to get you to like be on the internet more and it's just like i feel like we're at a cap dog
3: who I feel wants like to, um i'm I already i'm
5: um, immeshed em- so yeah
4: i love vr but who wants to have like a 4 pound helmet on their face and just sit in a weird virtual audience where you're kind of like hearing weird shit. It's just not, we're not there yet.
2: Um. I think yeah, the I youth feel like. Might, the kids might. We don't see it, but the kids might be into that.
5: I agree, too. And it depends because I also think a part of what's going to happen is, is if whether or not we're going to see discernible changes in the world when it comes to the climate and shit and how is that going to keep people inside? You know what? Yeah.
2: I think it, it might work for the kids because if you see if you check out like the Gen Z's and stuff and how they talk on the Internet, they're like afraid of each other and they're like not trying to have sex or anything. So they might be like they might be into that shit by the time they they're, feeling they're not doing
5: anything. Yeah. In The yeah. metaverse just go yep. like, oh, yeah, because now they have. We've seen that the China they've developed some of these apparently really good. This is true, really good dick sucking machines. Oh, okay, they can great. actually be plugged into a program and then get to operate So, who knows? Who fucking knows? Whoa. But I think the biggest, scam I'll never I'll probably be obsolete. Be they can't
2: yes. absolutely, they can't do it. Uh, uh, I'm
4: we haven't I nationalized I ever got, that.
5: Uh, <laughs> I just spent like, I did spend like $500 on a pair of Jordans that I didn't need to.
4: There we go. There we go. Was that a scam?
5: I don't know. Well, it's one of those because the problem is it costs so much money. Now I don't wear them.
4: Mm. Yeah. And then they sit on uh, a shelf. That's like the JPEGs that I paid a thousand dollars for. I don't. Unbelievable. I don't exactly like that. I them.
5: will never. I just yeah. as soon as I saw
4: <laughs> NFTs, I was like, "Anno." As soon
5: as I saw fucking any shit, I was like, "Absolutely not." I don't even yeah. understand money. Again, I want my money in doubloons. Yeah. I want to put it in a chest in a field.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No, you you make a good point. It's very very reasonable. I very want reasonable. an army of
5: robots.
4: Yeah. That are will yeah. be
5: my family. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want one of those military drones. I want one. Yeah. Because well, I think me, if they can have them, why can't I have one?
4: You should be able to have one. You it's should. your you
2: God-given yeah.
4: constitutional that's the, right.
5: That's the
2: Second Amendment,
4: right? Sure. Yeah.
5: Right? And then, you know, just Nat sitting inside, my wife just going like, please, can we shut down the drone as it's just on patrol around my house, just, you know, like sending the green lasers down like the Chinese spy balloon did. That's fucking sweet. That's Bible, and I forgot about that. What a blip in
4: time. Henry Zebrowski. It's still going, Ariel.
5: It's still happening.
4: <laughs> Henry Zabrowski, thank you for joining us on our first Fraud Wire between season three and season four. This was so wonderful. Thanks for kicking I, this off. All I try
5: to do is educate and get people more up to date <laughs> in their financial education. <laughs> yeah, and you did it. I, I think I, I hope Lord I Lord knows you
4: did it better than me? I appreciate
5: you. You're t- you guys, I've learned more from your show about what not to do. And I will say that is the fucking truth, is that it's what's kept me from doing it because the main things I have learned, anything anybody promises above eight percent, they are a liar. It's true. <laughs> Basically, true. as soon as you hear that, if it's anything past eight percent, you're they're a liar. And yep. um double check resumes. Find out them. if that person has always been an Indian man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or are they just now like a new a brand new one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a brand new one. Yeah.
4: Number All one. right, we're going to say goodbye to Henry, and we're going to bring in our next guest Bye. here. Bye, Henry. Bye Henry. Get Henry. into the plastics. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Paul Martino. We're going to have him come on here, but as we're bringing him on, uh, Jordan, why don't we play the intro video for this next story that we're going to cover here.
0: The shadowy world of film
5: financing, where fortunes can be stolen we are just dying to make this movie and we put so much into it and now somebody's
1: stolen it away from us and good names dragged through the mud their reputations and in some cases their careers were destroyed by this fraud
4: paul martino is the co-founder and board member of a vc firm called bullpen capital welcome to fraudwire paul thanks for joining us
7: you know, it is always great to be able to, to talk about getting defrauded. You know, can't beat it.
4: <laughs> we, we talk that. about it every episode. We so just get into it. So often. And people always say, like, oh, how are you going to do you have enough episodes that you're going to be? I'm just like, I don't think you understand. There's an infinite <laughs> once,
7: amount of fraud. Out and once it happens, once it happens to you, you just got to own it, too.
4: You really do. Amen, brother. Uh, <laughs> you, you were part of an indie film, and God bless you for investing in a movie. Let me just say that. that is, You did the yeoman's work. You invested in a movie. You had a dream. Tell me about why you wanted to get into the indie film business and then how you ended up getting scammed out of millions of dollars, and then the whole crew was scammed. This is apparently over a $60 million scam, but you didn't get scammed out of $60 million. It was much less than that. Is that right?
7: Yeah, we were one of about 30 projects that got scammed for a total of about $68 million. We were about $2 million of the 68. Uh, and ironically, the film we were making is about one of the all-time great scandals in American sports, the film Inside Game, which I'm you know, promoting right here. It's about the NBA betting scandal. Corrupt referee a- a- Tim Donahue bet on his own games with my idiot cousin Tommy Martino, who I love to death. Uh, and so when they got out of jail, I got their life rights because Tommy's my first cousin and that's how the ball got rolling. So the fact that I was defrauded in making a movie in which you pissed off the NBA, the mob and, uh, it, you know, the
4: FBI is kind of cool. That seems like a no brainer movie to do. That's you should have been able what? to do you, that movie. Should be? Are you making the movie still?
7: The movie was made, it was released in 2019, and you can watch it on Amazon and uh, all those kinds of services now. But yeah, we had a theatric release November 1st of 2019.
4: And nice. getting a movie financed is really hard to do. It's really difficult, and finding good partners apparently is even more difficult. How did you <laughs> yes. get introduced to Jason Van Eman and Benjamin McConnelly of Weathervane Productions? Tell me about that. What was that moment like? How did you get introduced to them? So I had a
7: producing partner named Michael Pierce. Michael made a couple of great movies, including The Cooler with William H. Macy, one of my favorite movies about casino gambling. When when the player's too hot, they send William H. Macy in, and he cools you off because he is that bad of luck. It's a great, great movie. So I meet Michael. Him and I get into business to make this movie because he loved the story about the NBA betting scandal. And I put up half the money and we had a line producer said there's this group out there that will match your money, basically dollar for dollar. We're like, these are the perfect people. Let's go. Let's go find out about Weathervane.
4: And so take me to the meeting now. You you meet them face to face over the phone. Zoom call. You go to dinner. What's that like?
7: Michael met them in person. I then joined a Zoom call. Our line producer had worked with them on a prior project. So, you know, we've done a pretty good amount of work on these people. Our line producers made a film with them. Michael's met them in person multiple times, and I'm kind of the last stop by the time I get on a couple Zooms and phone calls with them.
4: What's amazing is that one of the things that they were able to do was build up their IMDb profiles by doing small movies, small movies here, small movies there, and then you kind of get a a, you know somewhat of a name. You, You saw, you heard Scott Wolf at the top of the show there. Party of Five, we all we all love Scott Wolf, and so we all start seeing you know when i think about who i'm going to work with in a production i go to their imdb i'm looking at my own imdb does my star rating go up all this time you know you're looking at these things this is like the credibility that they were able to look at no i
7: was just gonna say you got it right and that's when it dawns on you that maybe it's a ponzi because the first films got made and am i the unlucky person where the money ran out Right. Uh, That's hmm. exactly kind of what dawns on you. You you took the money from the other projects to make a couple people happy and good references for you. That's how you get to fool me. And then, oh, I got the shittiest luck of all the money runs out by the time it's my turn.
4: So how did you when tell me about that moment? You're like, oh, no. And I think there was a call with the line producer. Is that right? We're getting ready. He needs checks to secure locations. And he says to me, yo, dude, why is
7: there no money in the production account? Like, there's supposed to be four million dollars in there, yo. He's like, no, dude, there's zero dollars in the account. (laughs) I'm like, oh, that's not real. That that's
4: kind of not cool. Now, what's before that? Obviously, you're in the VC world. What's the most amount of money you had lost before that?
7: Well, that's almost an unfair question cuz losing money's part of venture, right? right? You you lose money. You you lose money until you have big home runs. Uh, you know, so I I had written checks from my fund, say for 5 million bucks and the company went under. But never was the money stolen, misappropriated. <laughs> right. You you yeah. used to spend money on a baby shower and bottle service, right? That was all new to me.
4: Oh my god, yeah. So some of the money apparently was used for a very elaborate baby shower. Is that How did you find that out?
7: That was my favorite. So I hired a PI. Once I knew what was up, I hired a guy. He went down to Miami. He tracked Ben McConley. He sent me the photos. He's like, yeah, his wife's pregnant, I had a baby shower. He's like, dude, I think they spent like a million dollars on it. And when you look at the pictures of the baby shower, you're like, who in the world would do that? And when I finally talked to the guy at the FBI, he even said that to me, he's like, people who are spending other people's money behave very differently. I was like, yep, that's our <laughs> guy.
4: <laughs> wow, that's incredible. And I I just I'm just so interested, and I guess this is the nerd in me. The emotions that you must have had calling that PI and having that first call. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Like how upset were you? Or is the fact that you've just you've been in the VC world and you kind of are are, you know, you have you're calloused a little bit. You're a little toughened up. Like I just imagine like I got scammed on some crypto stuff and we've talked about it on the show. I'm blowing a gasket over here. So tell me, what what is it like to kind of try to navigate something like this?
7: So I must admit, I am built really different than a normal human being, right? My risk tolerance in general is just not like that of a normal person. It's just not. And so I, I had about one day where I had that pit in my stomach, how dumb am I? I feel terrible. But by the next day, I was like, well, what are we going to do to get it back? Yes. Like, I immediately went from I immediately went from pissed off uh, from kind of upset to, all right, you just you just screwed with the wrong guy. I'm going to get you. I, I, I am literally going to make it my life's mission to get you. And that was that mental frame change took one day, literally one day. <laughs> I love
4: that. I should. I need. I feel inspired now. I should go after. Oh, I go, should after go after the this ape guy. guys. Go after the ape guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: Explore
0: more stories like Alex's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
1: When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice.
4: You get this private eye, and is this is the first time you've hired a private eye. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it was
7: the first time I ever hired a private investigator. So, yeah. did he look like very private eye? Did he have like a big trench coat and like a hat? Yeah. Well- no, he like? actually he he wasn't that one. He's former CIA spook, so different. Oh, but okay. but same to me, right? You picture the caricature of someone who probably worked for the CIA, picture that guy. He wasn't wearing the trench coat, but he's like right out of that kind of movie stereotype.
4: Yeah. Did he just like surprise? You were just like eating one day and he just like showed up. He's like, I am the private eye. And he just like came out of like a bush or something. Was <laughs> it like Henry Winkler
2: and Arrested Development?
4: <laughs> nice. I love these references. They're great.
7: No, he's a, he was a little dorkier than that. I got to admit. Very good guy, though. Enjoyed got the job working done. With him.
4: And how fast yeah. Amen. did it take him to, uh, you know, find these guys and figure out what was going on? 48 hours.
7: It was unbelievable. Wow. 48 hours. <laughs> and and it was great. He calls me up. He's like, he's like, uh, Paul, um, you know, I went down to Miami. I watched Ben for 24, 24 hours. I got a dossier on all of his arrests and this. So he sends me this PowerPoint presentation and I, I just flipped through it one by one. I'm like, oh yeah, he's all gone. Okay. <laughs> got it. Anyway, it wasn't like it was, well,
4: maybe it was, oh no, it's it's gone. <laughs> It's OK. So, yeah, the money's definitely gone at this point. And then did he refer to the FBI at that point? Did you guys call the FBI or are they already in the mix?
7: No, it was actually a good two years later till I ever got to the FBI. And that's a funny story. But let me take kind on of what happened. So once we realized we were scammed, we immediately knew it was a Ponzi. So that's where the light bulb went off. We're like, oh, if this is a Ponzi, that means they have to be actively recruiting more money for later projects. Exactly. Haha. Uh-huh. So, hey, what if I get in the way of them recruiting their next dollar? Maybe they'll go give me my money back. And that's literally what we did. I set up a website, I bought all the keywords for all their names, and my phone would ring anytime you type in Weathervane Productions, Ben McConley. It would literally ring my phone and go, "Hi, I'm so and so. Would you uh, like to speak to me about Weathervane?" I'd be like, "Yes, I would love to talk to you about Weathervane. Let me tell you about my experiences with them." And so this got us a lot of leverage over them because they knew I was becoming the reference call for them anytime.
4: This is incredible. We got to do this. We need to be buying AdWords. That's what we're missing yep. right
7: now. That's what we did. We That's bought nice. AdWords. God, this is
4: the when you could t- write this tweak, down. Tweak the scammy ad model to your own favor. It's always a good thing. I would say Yes, okay. very satisfying. <laughs> yes. So you were able to um kind of like get in the way. And did they confront you ever? Did they reach out and be like, Hey, uh, what's what's going on here?
7: Oh, my phone would ring all the time. It was hysterical. <sighs> ben Ben called me up. Paul, you, you know, that website's really interfering with my business.
2: Like, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> really? Ah, that's, that's the point. I, 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 I'll
7: be. I'll be stole the, money. Website, the website's interfering with your business. Holy shit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I just. We talk a lot about the reality distortion field. On here, and like all the best scammers, you know, the Barry Mink gals of the world, and, and you know, uh, your Bernie Madoffs and stuff like that, they distort reality so much that they don't even realize what they're doing is a scam. Do you think these guys were so distorted that they just thought this was a normal way to do business? They were two very different people. And, and when the FBI did get involved, it
7: was very clear. Van Eeman was in the reality distortion field. He did nothing wrong. He was actually a famous, famous actor and movie producer. <laughs> McConley, as soon as the FBI showed up to his place, he's like, dude, let me sing and tell you the whole story because I got to get this off my chest. So ironically, he had one of each in this particular case.
4: <laughs> That's always good. It's nice. A match made in heaven there. OK, so tell me about the FBI investigation. What did that look like? You know, the FBI, it's always nice. I feel like they, they must love cases like this because they they got to be kind of easy for them.
7: So, well, the, the white collar cases are always hard, as you guys know. Right. Your other guests have told you. Even when the money's taken, they can always claim they were a bad business person. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of leeway there. But the FBI call was one of the great highlights in my life. This guy calls me up. I, I knew eventually my phone would ring. Hi, I'm Mark Susie. I'm with the FBI. You know, Paul, we we think you might have been a victim of a crime. I was like, oh, you think I might have been the victim of a crime? Huh? So would you like the dossier of everyone else I found who also is the victim? Here's a spreadsheet of 30 other victims, about 50, 60 million in lost money. Do you want to talk to all of them, too? And like dead silence from the FBI guy. And then he goes, well, yes, Paul, I, I, th- I think I
2: would like to see that list. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think you would. Am I being paid for this extra work that I did for you? Yeah, exactly. It was great. On that episode,
7: on that episode of America greed, my personal highlight, and Mark is a wonderful human being, the FBI guy who investigated, wonderful human being. Mr. Martino was unusual in this case. (laughs) Uh, He was the source of a lot of referrals. And I just I was just laughing. I'm like, yeah,
4: no kidding. They fucked with the wrong guy. They really fucked with the wrong guy. What do you think these other people when these other victims, did they not decide to go after after them? Or I mean, some of them probably got their movie made, but I mean, a lot of them lost their money, too.
7: Yeah. And it was all over the map. There was one project that lost almost 20 million dollars. There were some projects that lost two hundred fifty thousand dollars, but it was the kid's life savings. And so, yes, they did screw with the wrong guy because I was a guy who could actually make them pay for it. Right. They took just enough money for me to piss me off. But not so much that I couldn't have the resources to really go make them pay. And honestly, I told a lot of the other victims this. I testified with them. I said I owe it to you guys because
4: I'm in a position to go
7: do this, and I'm going to go get them.
4: Yeah, get them. I mean, that's incredible. That's incredible. Looking back on it, will you? And, I mean, you obviously made uh, Inside Game, of course. Are you? Do you still want to stay in the movie business? Is it? Is it the worst? Industry out of all of the ones that you have invested in, Is it the most scammy of all of them? It, it definitely is not the best.
7: Uh, I don't know that it's I don't know that it's the worst. There are definitely other ways to lose money quickly. I heard buying an airline is a good way to do that, for example. Uh, but there's probably a little more fraud in in the movie industry. But what I found out, and I've kept my production company alive, is that Trucon, as you guys know on this podcast, That's a hot category. And so I see a lot of really interesting scripts in cons, in scams, In things that involve celebs and athletes. So the stuff that sits at that intersection, I'm still interested in. I feel like my production studio's kind of got a unique feel for that stuff. And so don't be surprised to see some stuff there. But the send me the script about your coming of age story when you're 16, send that to somebody else.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, we have plenty of scam stories. Maybe we'll pitch you some scams as well. Lordy, we have plenty of those. Uh, Paul, is there anything that we didn't ask you that we should have asked you? This is just such an amazing story and what a life experience that you've, you've went through.
7: Yeah, that's, a, that's a polite way to put it. Yeah, yeah. You know what, though? I, I have to give you guys a compliment because my all-time favorite scammer, you did a two-episode sequence on Pearlman. Uh, Now, see, you know, I love, you know, I love Perlman. And let me riff for a second, because now I'm in a club of people scam. (laughs) He goes and he gets, he goes and he gets, what was it, NSYNC or the Backstreet Boys? I forget which one, the boy bears the thing. Right, right. He gets both. He has a chance to pay everybody back. He has a chance. He has a chance to go legit and literally be maybe even a billionaire. And what's he do? He goes and steals more money. Yeah. Like the, I tell that story to everybody. I'm like, you gotta understand. This is not about buying enough time to run the Ponzi to go get the movie made. No. These real scammers take joy in taking the money. And that Perlman story, I refer people to all the time because, you know, he he, he was just a unique character. He he hit the lottery and he said, let's take more.
3: He,
2: he went and defraud old, old
1: people. Yes.
2: yes. Right, yes. Right. Old that's, people. That was the craziest part. I mean, like it was all crazy, but that he kept going, like you said, and then decided, how can I fraud just these people that can't have nothing? I will take all that's left before and my die.
7: business. My business partner, by the way, he marvels at another person, which is the guy behind FTX. He's like, listen, Martino, yeah. you got to understand this kid is a fraud prodigy. Like Madoff is just like one wing of his house. Right. Like this kid before 30 managed to do like Madoff and Perlman, you name them all, all at the same time. He's like, Martino, that guy's a prodigy. Yeah.
4: Yeah, he (laughs) is. Enjoy your
7: show, guys. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank
4: Thank you you so much. That's great. And where can people find Inside Game?
7: Go to InsideGameMovie.com and all the streaming services that have it. Watch the film and watch the CNBC American Greed episode. It's a lot of fun, too.
4: And you know uh, that ref is actually on our list to cover at some point, so we'll definitely reach back out when we decide to. Uh, Anytime,
7: do Tim, In this season, Tim's a great interview. Actually, when when he really talks to you about what he did, it's actually really fascinating, and he's a good interview. That's awesome,
4: Paul Martino. Thank you so much for sharing thank your story. You. Really appreciate it. Great to see y'all. See ya. <laughs> awesome. That was so- what a crazy story. That's nuts. I'll tell you what, I do not have the resources that that gentleman has to go no. uh, after the evil ape yeah. took my money. I know.
2: I thought you were rich, know. Now I'm like, we spoke to a real rich
4: person tonight. No, no, definitely not. Yeah. Come on. This <laughs> is what I was trying to tell You're you.
2: You're ape rich. You're <laughs> ape rich. Yeah. Ape this poor. man is, I can, I can lose the couple mil and be like, I'm good. I'm just going to go after the guy who took it. <laughs> he ruined yeah, my that day. That guy's Congo rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still haven't seen it, but it sounds like that was where i should laugh
3: amy
4: yeah. amy amy good awesome all
6: right well if there's no other amy multimillionaire amy got contacts with cia
4: <laughs> don't fuck with amy's money <laughs> we do have to do uh if you go into our discord we are going to have a movie night eventually
6: um booty <laughs> tank. We got to show booty tank. We got to show booty oh,
4: We got to show Congo. We got to show. We got watch that Barry Minkow video on like 2 1.5 speed so we get through it yeah. real quick.
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but awesome guys. I'm so excited. We are uh, we've got some fun episodes planned for season 4. Uh some new show arts coming down. Ariel is on the on the team now. I mean, look right. the fuck out people. Yeah. Um That's right uh demon Linger, nick uh, said justin do you have any specials or long clips just you you got stuff out there right aren't you doing a special soon as well
6: yeah you want to see something long come on down <laughs> to the key. all right all right <laughs>
3: all
6: right okay <laughs> hey, wait let me let me finish <laughs> the plug i'm recording my third comedy album on may 6th at caveat on the lower east side of new york city if you live anywhere in new york city you can come Uh, down there, but I also, let's see, wait, long clips? Oh, I have a whole set. If you type in Justin Williams' comedy laughs, you can watch my entire set from the Fox show laughs that ran in 2014 and 15 or something.
4: Boom. I remember laughs. Boom. Awesome. Okay, y'all, and for those that want the uh, replay, uh, we're going to release this as a podcast later in the week. So we're going to do these every couple weeks. We'll also have, we'll have some Instagram lives for you at Fraudsters LPN. Uh, follow us on all the socials. I'm at Cena Now, at Arioliati, at Justin Williams Comedy. This has been Fraudwire. Thanks, everybody.
0: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
1: When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice.
0: Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place
2: on
3: a cul-de-sac?